Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back to the uh, program here. Four o'clock is the time. Chris Ello, Matt Scraby together in our Odyssey Palace Studios. Tony Gwynn Jr. in Peoria with the Padres. Padres fell to the Cleveland Guardians today. 7-4 was the final score. Uh, Padres are a, uh, you know, quite concerning 1-4 now in uh, spring training. And uh, Joe Musgrove, concerning some, I'm sure, although he shouldn't be. Uh, inning in two-thirds, three hits, four runs today. Gave up a home run. Spring ERA for Joe, 43.20. Oh, that's down from the 108 that I saw earlier today. Yeah, he's bringing it down. Uh, so, yeah, he's had two rough starts, although Michael King pitched well today. Two shutout innings. Robbie Snelling threw an inning today. And um, two hits for Ethan Salas, his first two of this spring training. He had a double and a single. Cal Mitchell, the uh, outfielder from Rancho Bernardo High School, hit a home run today for the Padres and drove in two. Jay Cronenworth had an RBI single. But uh, that is the spring training update uh, for you. We're going to get into some Chris versus the fans here shortly. There isn't a whole lot of other stuff going on. Uh, the uh, Dodgers did trade Manuel Margot today. Uh, before he ever really played for the Dodgers, he was dealt to the Minnesota Twins. And Kike Hernandez, who was uh, rumored to be uh, a possibility for the Padres, will instead return to the Dodgers, uh, Kike Hernandez. I don't know why, even though he's a Dodger, I like him, Tony. Kike? Yeah. Yeah, I just uh, he's a he's a player I like, even though he's on the plays for the bad guys. Yeah, no, he's a I mean, he's a super utility type of guy. He can play multiple positions. Plays them all and, pretty well, and, and, and he plays right. them all pretty well. And you know what? You get into some clutch time. And he he certainly has stepped into those shoes before. So yeah, yeah, there's a lot of reasons to like EK. I wouldn't have minded uh, him coming to the Padres. But then again, with the holes the Padres currently have, I wouldn't mind anybody coming to the Padres just to maybe give me one more guy or one more arm between now and uh, the trip to Korea. Cody Bellinger and the Cubs agreed on a three-year, $80 million contract. You're probably aware of that by now. 30-30-20. Okay. So you'll have to settle for the 20 in year number three. He's got opt-outs after the first two years. Can you imagine an opt-out? How much are you making? $30 million. But you know what? I'm going to go ahead and turn it down next year. Yeah. Because I can get more. Because I can, I get, can get about 35. Incredible. You know, one of the big questions is the longer Blake Snell, amongst Padres fans, is the longer Blake Snell goes without being signed to a team, does that give the Padres a chance to get him back for this year? No. <laughs> who is the uh, Who is the agent for Blake Snell? Scott Boros. Boros. Yeah, I don't think he's given out any discounts. Don't remember the last time he did. Uh, I did see one home run over the weekend. Wait, wouldn't Cody Bellinger kind of be a discount? No. Still, he, got, still he, 20, wanted, he wanted way more than he, but he's I know still he got. But he's still getting $24 million a the year. The years, I think, are what million. these guys want, right, Tony? 
Well, I mean, until you don't, right? I mean, you're still getting paid $30 million per season for the first two years of that deal. He's doing okay. I don't think that's a discount. I think that's a pretty good deal. All right. He's doing all right. I did see one home run over the weekend that caught Just my eye. Just extrapolated out over what? An eight-year deal, whatever that number is. 30, 30 times eight is two, $240 You gave million. him way too difficult of a problem. $240 million. <laughs> I had him do it because I couldn't do it. That's why couldn't. I you know what's really way. sad is I was, watching the, I was watching this show Bluey over the weekend with my nieces, and Bluey's oh, a great my, show. Does, my son loves Bluey. Oh, it's a great show. I love that show so much now. Sorry. But they did some math problems on Bluey? one of the episodes, and I couldn't figure it out. <laughs> um, Welcome yes, to Bluey, Bearhead, buddy. Bluey is a... a I think what she, is Bluey? I Bluey's don't even know dog, what Bluey is. A six-year-old girl dog, and then they have a, or she has a little sister, and it's about the parents and the family. Basically, it's a really funny show. I is it say. a live-action show? No, it's a or cartoon. A, uh, no, dogs cartoon. don't talk in real life. Well, Chris. I didn't say the dog talked. You didn't say it talked. You just said <laughs> okay. it was about a dog. Fair enough. You didn't say yeah. that it spoke or didn't speak. No, so. no. Bluey is it, felt like I was well within my rights to ask that. Uh, apparently, I need to write a children's story because these people make so much money off of children's stories and, and TV shows and all well, this of this is stuff. This is gravy finally getting into a parent world over well, here. Well, we were trying that my nieces and I, while they were between throwing up and and everything else, they were we were trying to figure out our next hit show and I said that they would be in it. When you're a parent, correct me if I'm wrong, I'm not, but when you're a parent, if they wanted to watch NYPD Blue. Yeah, you can't let them as long that. as they were quiet. No, no. would that not qualify? You know, just something to get them focused on something other that than is, you having to uh, take up their time. That is uh, why iPads have sold to kids for a long time. <laughs> yeah, now. right. Yeah, you got that right. I don't think that they should be watching NYPD. No, Blue. I didn't mean that. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Just watching, not Bluey, but just anything. Just please. Yeah. Whatever will keep well, your least, attention. You know, if you're going to make a kid show, make it adult friendly as well. That's why SpongeBob people loved as well because it was funny to adults and kids. Anyway, there are going to be lots of stuff like this on the Scraby show, so don't worry, everybody. Yeah, Scraby Chronicles. My bluey, my bluey breakdown. <laughs> Scraby Chronicles follow this show, but first we get to today's Chris versus the fans. If you had one shot, one opportunity to take down the human almanac himself, howdy do. Now is your time. Listen to me, this guy is dangerous. Now is your opportunity to win a prize. Well, I hope you know Jen for Chris versus the fans starts now on 97.3 The Fan. All right. Oh, you want to read it? Go. No, no, you go for it. Well, you've been gone for a couple of days. I okay. thought you missed it. <laughs> I did. I missed it so much. Yeah. And uh, you're qualified if you win. For a grand prize, a two-night stay at Westgate Las Vegas and two tickets to Air Supply with a legacy spanning decades. Air Supply continues to captivate hearts now in their 45th anniversary year. The duo continues to play more than 130 shows a year worldwide. Join us in celebrating their music and enduring legacy on May 31st and June 1st, 2024 at the Westgate International Theater at Westgate Las Vegas Resort and Casino. Get tickets now at Ticketmaster.com. The Westgate Las Vegas Resort and Casino features newly designed premier rooms, part of their $70 million room renovations, home of legendary Vegas fun. Whew. Now, the rules. You have to make it through three questions. Each question will get more difficult. If you get the question right, you move on. If you get it wrong and Chris gets it right, you're eliminated. But if Chris gets it wrong, then you move on to the next question or you win. If you're a first-time player. player! Thanks, guys. 
Uh, let us know before the first question, and you'll get that question for free. There we go. <laughs> I don't know why I find that so hilarious. The uh, playa? Playa! I find it hilarious that somebody criticized I that know. in a tweet a I couple know. of weeks ago. You know what? Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Was sir or madam. I, cl- I, I would like for you to, to, to stop listening if you're going to hate No the kidding, playa. man. If you don't like us saying playa, then... Uh... <laughs> I mean, that's literally like... Three seconds My advice of a to you is show. don't listen. <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, it's all yours. All right. First contestant of the day, Steve. Welcome to the show. Happy Monday to you. Happy Monday. Hey, Steve. Top of the Monday to you. Here we go. First question. Go get it. Name one of the two Pardon the Interruption hosts. Tony Kornheiser. Nice job. Boom. Tony Kornheiser. On to question number two. Michael Wilbon. Did you know that that's wondering. Adam's like favorite show? I think on it's TV. the I think it's the best of the talking head sports shows, personally. Okay. It's my favorite. Alright, two endorsements on this station. Yeah. I right. like it. Sorry, Tony. <laughs> no, no worries at all, guys. Uh question number two. Who was the Golden State Warriors coach before Steve Kerr? Was it Mark Jackson? Wow. Very good. Mama, wow. there goes that man. It was indeed Mark Jackson. Hand down, man we'll, down. Hand down, man down. What Question number three. Mark Jackson. Wow. That was a good get, by the way. That was a huge get, Steve. I, I, I was racking I mean, it's my only brain. been one coach of go. I know, but it's, I didn't remember. Touche. Uh, where should we go here? How about this one? If Manny Machado starts at third base in Korea, he will set a franchise record by making his sixth opening day start at the hot corner. Who is he currently tied with? Oh, no. Is it... <laughs> Ken oh, Caminetti? No. Ken Caminetti? Mm. Uh, mm. Stay Grab there. Snickers Stay there. is not it. Chris Ello. Third base. Chase Headley. Oh! Yeah, Sorry, Steve. I thought you were there. Chase Headley. Yeah. Uh, that was a great question from AJ Casavell's newsletter. If you don't have it, you need to sign up for it because it has trivia questions in it every single day. That was a good And you one. stole a trivia question? Yes, but I just gave him credit, so I think we're okay. Okay. Let's Sorry, move to our next. Okay. Let's move <laughs> to this uh, next contestant, James. Welcome to the show. Happy beginning of the week. James. There he is. Hello, James. Hi, James. <laughs> Hello. All right. Here we go. First question. What sport is being referenced when you say the octagon? That'll be UFC. UFC, MMA, all works. Yep. Very nice. Move to question number two. What Texas Ranger won AL MVP back in tw- blah, 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 blah. back in 2010? 2010. Good boy. Uh, oh, man. I can't even guess. Uh, 
Sorry. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Don't well, throw no, a name out because it might, uh, might cost you. I don't know here because uh, I know MVPs. Like if you ask me 1974 Texas Rangers MVP, I'd say Jeff Burroughs. Uh, this one I'll say Josh Hamilton. Correct. <laughs> Sorry, Scrape. That's okay. That's Don't worry. He got excited for a minute. He thought I, I was going to miss Sorry it. about that, James. He did. Nobody, by the way, if you're ever playing, you're playing this game and you're playing against me, it certainly a, you know makes sense that you would be rooting against me because if I get it wrong, you stay alive. But as hard as you're rooting against me to get it wrong, it pales in comparison to how hard Scrapey roots against <laughs> oh, yeah. me. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. To get these wrong. Oh, yeah. Because I'm like, all right, I'm feeling good. I don't need to worry about any more questions. And then Chris gets it right and it foils my plan. Yes, he hates it. All right, let's go to our next contestant, Michael. Welcome to the show. Howdy-do. Hey, Howdy-do. Howdy Howdy By the way, that's one of the, the favorites. We're getting people saying howdy-do is a good one and playa is a good one. So I don't want to hear that person who hated playa. Yeah, stop being a, stop being a player <laughs> hater. Here we go. First question. How many years is an NFL franchise tag? One year? Yeah, that's a little tricky one right there. That was it is tricky. A one. They can come back and Sneaky. give it to you again the second year, but oh, I, I can see how saying. that I can see how that can kind of trick you. I remember Question. when the franchise tag was invented, and it's the it's the average of the top five salaries at that position. Yeah, it's like the kiss of death for some guys. People thought that was the greatest thing ever until they started giving it to people. Now nobody <laughs> wants it yeah, because you like, don't get your your future you, taken. You care only of. get the one year. Yeah. Here we go. Question number two. There is only one active player with multiple World Series MVP awards. Who that? <laughs> um, tell you who won the MVP last year. Uh, That's tough. Didn't Seeger win? I'm going to say Seeger. I think he got it. He got it in the uh, 2020 year, the, the World Series. No, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Mickey Mouse, uh, yes, and also the drunk Rob Manfred. Yeah. Drunk Rob Manfred, the, the trophy made out of metal. He, he had it all going that year. All right, here we go. Very Question good, number very three. Very good uh, get, by yes, the way. Yes, that was. Michael. That was a great Hello. Hello. I don't think you heard you. I just said it was a tough get, a good oh, get. Oh, no, he said hello, hello. Oh, hello, hello. No, did I just hello, hello? Oh. You hello, hello. Oh, yeah, very good. Yeah. Love it. Question number three. In 2011, two pitchers accomplished the pitching triple crown. Name both. Two guys did it? Yeah. Two guys. Yeah. Only time one year? His, only time One year. Wow. That's I think pretty this, hard. That, I think that might have been the same year that uh, – Cabrera didn't Cabrera go for the triple crown in eleven? Let me see. Oh, Miguel Cabrera on the on the hitting side, but it, this was definitely pitching side. Yeah, hmm. I remember the Cabrera stuff. I don't remember. Yeah, this was tough. Stuff. Tough. Uh, say Verlander and Granky. Stay there. Mm. There. 2011, you say? Yes. I was going to go with Verlander. I'll stay with Verlander. Okay. 
I don't even know where he was pitching then. So American or National, the only other guy that's been that good for the last 10, 12 years before the buzzer is Kershaw. Berlander and Kershaw would be my answer. Oh, oh I guess, oh, I, I, guess I got it right. Heart out. <laughs> I guess you I got just it right. Ripped my heart so out. Mad. I'm sorry, Michael. I was like, I was already preparing for the next segment. That's uh, by the way, 2012 was the year that. Okay, so it was the year Cabrera after. Did. Okay. Wow. Okay. Well, now we have to do a tiebreaker, tiebreaker. Sorry, Michael. Tiebreaker, tiebreaker. That was a good answer, Chris. Thank you. Uh, let's just do one of those guys. Let's do Clayton Kershaw because of that. Clayton Kershaw. Just because of that. Not because I like the Dodgers or anything like that. Before I start getting tweets and DMs about how much I love the Dodgers. Um, let's we know that our- you were a fan of them putting up the Kershaw meme last year. Do you not know that I was behind it? Come on. <laughs> yeah, right. I would get in so much trouble if that was me. All right. Let's go to Joe. Joe, you are up. I am up. All right. Sounds good. All right, Joe. You know how to play tiebreaker? Uh, yeah. All right. Here we go. Chris, how many innings has he pitched in his career? Clayton Kershaw. How many years? Uh, 16. 3,000. 3,000. Is the actual answer higher or lower, Joe? Uh, I'm going to go higher. <laughs> Not correct. Sorry, Joe. It was uh, 2,712 and two-thirds innings pitched. <laughs> so, Sorry, Joe. All right. Next contestant. Let's go to Ryan. Ryan, are you ready? Yep. Hey, All Ryan. Right. Chris, how many games has he won in his career? He's over 200, I think. 210. 210. Is the actual answer higher or lower, Ryan? I'm going to go higher. <laughs> oh, he doesn't have 200 yet. Uh, no, he does. Chris guessed it right on the number. No <laughs> way. 210. He did. That's he the did. First, I think he you did. should give Ryan another chance then. Because oh, he couldn't wow. win. Uh, okay. All right? right? He couldn't win whether he gets tired right. or low. Right. He right. couldn't win. Wow, that's a pretty fair fair um, yeah. thing you just did there, Leave Chris. Ryan in the All game. All right, Ryan's still there. Ryan, that's the first time I've ever in. guessed right on the number, That was pretty good. That was say. ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, all right. How many strikeouts does he have in his career? Oh, boy. Uh, I'll say th- I'll try 3,000 again. 3,000. <laughs> Ryan, is the actual answer higher or lower? Higher. 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 Oh, all right. I think um, they would have made a big deal out of his three thousand strikeout. He, I don't remember. Yeah, he's close. <laughs> he's very close. He's getting close though. Two thousand nine hundred and forty-four. So yeah, he's almost there. Yeah. All right. I think that's it for. You're today. just not giving it away today. Yeah. Nobody, Nobody qualifies it. today. Yeah. No one earned it today. No one earned it today. We will be giving away some Aztec basketball tickets within the next hour. So stick around for a chance to go see the Aztecs play San Jose State. NCAA basketball at Viejas Arena tomorrow night. We'll take a break, check some traffic while nobody celebrates a win. (laughs) Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink 
what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now welcome back to the program. 425 is the time. Chris Ella, Tony Gwynn Jr., Mr. Scraby. Uh, Scraby's Chronicles come up after the show today. He's got a one-hour show. He's going to probably use all of it on the daily gripe. Oh, Because yes. he's been griping pretty much since I ran into you earlier today. And uh, you were out for two days last week, so you got to make up for lost time. Oh yeah, I got I got plenty. I I have a notes thing going in my my phone, so I never forget. Because mm-hmm. sometimes I don't really have a great gripe, and now I got yeah. so many to choose. From. Uh, put the uh, Tony Gwynn's Lakers on the uh, latest list of teams griping about NBA officiating. By re- by the way, real quick, Tony is making a phone call. That cannot be moved, so he will be right right back. Yeah, he'll be right back. Uh, Phoenix shot 19 free throws yesterday. The Lakers shot eight. So the Lakers whined and complained about the officiating after the game. It is inconsistent, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I, I feel for the Lakers. I do. But I feel for all the teams in the NBA, it seems like every time somebody loses a game now in the NBA, it's because the officiating... And either the league has got to do something to get better officials, or these guys got to stop complaining about it. It's a bad look. There's no way that every game in the NBA is determined by the officials. The Lakers averaged 24 free throw attempts per game, and they only had eight. So maybe it was one of those days where Phoenix didn't foul them, or maybe it was one of those days where the officials just thought they'd let them play a little more. I... The thing is, if the Lakers are complaining about officiating, then anybody can complain about officiating. Because the Lakers get their share of calls, if not more than anybody. And I'm speaking when Tony's a Laker fan, so yeah, I, I get I get his, you know, I'm sure he's probably exasperated with me right now. I am. Okay, so was it bad? <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I mean, did the officials just cost them the game yesterday? Uh, I don't, listen, the Lakers aren't playing consistently enough, in my opinion, to to have a, a good gripe about this. Like if they were, you know, tops in the league and, you know, they had been playing, you know, they'd been having that, I would feel differently about it. But they've been as inconsistent as, as any team in the league. And so, yes, the, the, the fouls or non-foul calls were atrocious. There's no doubt. However, to me, in order to have a, a good argument, you would have need to be in a consistent team and have played a, a, a certain way all season long. They just haven't, in my opinion. And so I hear them. I agree with them, but it's not one I'm willing to die on the hill for. Uh, Miami Heat for Jeremy Butler uh, was among five players suspended without pay. I, I don't know. Did you see the altercation the other night? I did. Against I did. New Orleans. This is another thing that's happening too often, or is it more often, or is it just maybe I'm noticing it more? I mean, it was the guy definitely wrapped. I think Kevin Love wrapped up the player. Yep, and didn't yep. let him get a free third. Didn't get him a layoff up. I, I think you got to keep your cool a little better than this. I, I know it wasn't that it's even tough, a, it, but wasn't it wasn't even that bad of a deal, was it? And the thing, the thing that is that's starting to happen. It wasn't even the two guys that were actually involved in the play. Oh right, it was it, Zion who it, it went was, up for the it, layup. It, yeah, Zion went up for the layup. And to be honest, he just kind of fell weird, and it looked weird, and it was an overreaction by, I don't know the guy's name, it was on Zion's team, 
an overreaction. And once he overreacted, then guess what? Then everybody that had to. Jim, Jimmy Butler yeah, then right. had to overreact. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, I get coming to your teammates' defense, and there are many ways to do that without actually turning it into a physical altercation. But at least if you're going to go that route, Make sure that it's a worthy cause. Like you know, the, don't don't do <laughs> it on a, a on a on a on a foul that was like not even a a really a hard foul. He like wrapped him up. He really, I think Williams Williamson was actually thanking Love because he it could he could have fell. Tried to did. keep him from falling. He tried to keep him from falling. Yeah, I saw something on uh, the Laker Network yesterday. It was a look back. At the famous moment in the Celtic Laker oh, rivalry, Rambis. Yeah. when Kevin McHale clotheslined Kurt Rambis, I'm talking and I WWE mean, clothesline. Clotheslined him. Rambis's both feet flew out from under him. <laughs> he said that he thought his foot was going to hit the rim. That's how high up in the air he was, and he got completely clotheslined on a breakaway layup. Rambis got up, tried to get it. I mean, they you know, it was a major scuffle broke out. It was during the NBA Finals. The end of the story was the fact that two two shot foul. Rambus got two free throws and the game went on. <laughs> no one was ejected. No, no ejections. Nothing. No intentional flagrant foul of any kind. Do you guys feel like I don't know if it was better then or not? But part of that does make it better. Do you that guys you feel could just like, play basketball? Sorry, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. I keep I keep trying to jump not in right. on you, Chris. Go ahead. Um, do you guys feel like just because there's so much more money involved? That these guys are more protective over themselves than the guys in the past. Nah, like if nah. Kurt Rambis, if that happened nah. today, those guys nah. are getting up and they're going to be fighting. Kurt Rambis takes nah. a free throw. No, well, well, hold on. up. Here's the deal. They fought after Kurt Rambis got sideline. I mean, clothesline. He, they definitely fought. Like yeah, they there were was pushing. A for there sure. were some punches. There was some scuffle. The, the moral to the story is that. They didn't kick anybody out. It was like, all right, get over it. We finished play playing basketball. Yeah, Rambus made one or two free throws, and the game went on. I don't know that that was better or not, because you do have to protect these guys from stuff like a clothesline. But part of me liked it better then, when you just, boys will be boys, and you kept playing. I I don't know what the perfect solution to all of that is. Yeah, uh, We'll take a break here. We'll get a uh, big five coming up. Yeah. In the next segment, Scraby returns after uh, Adam Klug substituted for you the other day. I know the key to the World Series for the he Padres. tried to uh, he tried to Wally Pip you. He he Whoa. really yeah he was really enjoying <laughs> this right to Wally Pip you. You know, man. Chris did say before the show that Adam Klug is now the best Big Five guy in the building. Well, he did ask the like... qu- he did ask the question that that was able to elicit the figure skating response from Sam Levitt, which is one of the better responses we've ever had I did in the hear history about of the this. Big Five. I did hear about this. Please, please play it at some point. I, I, actually, Adam did send it to me over the weekend, and I, I made a promo, so you'll be hearing that on the station. But I, I actually, when I was listening to it, I thought Sam's going to say something like figure skating or ice dancing or something like that, and That's boom, figure skating. That's what he said. All right, we'll find out what we say when we come back with more Gwen and Chris. 438 time. Welcome back. Oh, you're you're bringing us back? No. Oh. I was just joking. No, he says. (laughs) I was just joking. (laughs) Oh, no, yeah, you know, you are bringing us back. You're right. I think it's my turn, but I wasn't sure we had a little confusion, which is nothing new for this program. Uh, it is uh, Gwen and Chris, and uh, we're going to get into the Big Five here. We've got to check a little traffic. I understand there's a little rain out there, Scraby. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. All right. I'm telling you what, it keeps raining. People are going to move. 
people are getting frustrated with this rain. I, I don't know why you guys are all so frustrated with the rain. February and March. Do it's have, every year. Every year. Every year. So what is year. the big surprise to anybody? Yeah, I don't I mean, I, I don't know. From back when I played to when you played, Tony, I don't ever remember the beginning of an Aztec baseball season not getting interrupted because of rain. 100%. Every 100%. year. 100%. So this is not shocking, people. Wow. Just I think it's relax. the amount of rain. I think All that we're right. getting record amounts of rain. I think. Well, that's we what... are. Listen, there's no doubt we're getting record amount of rain. And let's be real. San Diegans like it at all if we get a week of it we expect that the next six months <laughs> there should be no rain because yes. at that point it feels like it's rained for six months yeah. so i get it but this is a, a yearly thing for us we might be getting more of it than usual but you may not like so, to hear this out there but in san diego when it comes to weather we are the very definition of soft <laughs> i'm sorry we just i are. stand up for all of us to be the soft one, because I am. I hate for the passion being cold. There's nothing worse, I don't think. You wow. brought your jacket to Korea, right? Oh, I brought multiple jackets to Korea, son. Don't you worry. I just keep hearing from people, tell Tony it is so cold over there, and he better expect it to be cold. Oh, don't you worry. I am prepared. Layers on layers on layers. All right. Let us time. get to... Traffic then, and then the big five. It's that time of the show when we check on the latest in sports. Only the most important topics and questions are brought to light. Stop what you're doing and listen. These news stories will astound and amaze you. The one, the only. Oh my God, who the hell cares? The Big Five starts now on 97.3 The Fan. All right. We need to get started because I know why the Padres are going to win the World Series. Number five. And it was something that I found actually in one of those AI articles by Sports Illustrated, but they had a quote and it was a legit quote, so I'm going to use it. What's an AI article? An artificial, like, remember when we were talking about Sports Illustrated closing up shop? An artificial intelligence intelligence article. They They didn't really, how do you know? Because you can tell. Okay. You can tell. (laughs) Scraby's the only one with this skill set, too, by the way. Wait, you guys, Tony, I thought you said you know when it's AI. Because it's just poorly written, and it doesn't make any sense. I just agreed with your your sentiment that it seems like it could, like, the, the articles are so poorly written that maybe that was the answer. Well, I didn't I guess, know it, though. Yeah, I guess Sports Illustrated could be hiring people straight out of college or something. But anyway, I found this and I went with it. So, Chris, you're up first. Listen up. Wow. <laughs> Sorry. I'm on the edge of my seat. I was going to start it a different way and it didn't make <laughs> sense, so I had to stop. Um, all right. The key for the Padres to getting to the World Series is something that A.J. Preller told the San Diego Union-Tribune, and it's about Fernando Tatis Jr., and it isn't really news, but what he said was this, quote, He's been a silver slugger, an all-star, and obviously what he can do defensively. I think that for us to contend and challenge and compete and go win a World Series, that's probably Fernando being the best version of himself, and that's being a 5 tool guy that can dominate on both sides of the ball, and I think that's what he expects of himself, end quote. So nothing new here. But, Chris, does Fernando need to be elite for the Padres to get to the World Series? Elite? Elite. MVP. I don't think he has to be elite for them to get there, but I think he's going to be elite. Um, 
I mean, did the Texas Rangers have somebody who was just off the charts elite last year? Corey Seager was pretty good. Corey Seager was very good. Uh, Adolis Garcia was unbelievable in the uh, American League playoffs. But I don't know that Fernando has to go like 50-50 season to make the... What did you say, make the playoffs or the World Series? No, he World said win a World Series. Win a World Series. Uh, it would. It, would, it wouldn't hurt. Yes, I know. But I, I don't know that he has to. But they to. can get there without him having a perfect season, say. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Tony, what do you think about this? Uh, I think they need to have him be at his best in order to have a, a good season. I don't know that they need it to be a World Series champion. And that's just by evidence of who the MVP was last year and what that got them. And they probably had the most, one of the most talented teams in all of baseball. And still got beat in the first round. I don't even know if they won a game actually in the in the in the playoff round they were in. Who's that? Dodgers or Braves? The Braves. I think right? the Braves Acuna. snuck one. They did win. Did one. they win? Michael one? Harris made the catch of the century. Oh, that's right. They the snuck one to end that's the right. one game, and that was the only one they won. That was that's right. So yeah, no, I don't think he has to. Um, I don't think he has to win an MVP or you know be elite as you said. In order for the Padres to win a World Series. I do think he will. I already told you he's my MVP choice for the National League this year. So, um, But I don't think it's necessary for them to win a World Series. He just needs to be really good. Number four. Which he already is. So. Uh, Russell Wilson recently got a haircut. There's a lot of hair going on in this next clip I'm about to play. And not that you could see it or anything, but Brandon Marshall, <laughs> Brandon Marshall, the former wide receiver, has some interesting hair going on. Russell His Wilson, hair looks ex- exactly like Cam Newton's. Exactly. Interesting looking hair going on. <laughs> it's just, just dreads. In the video with Cam Newton fighting all those guys, all I do is spot the top how about of his, his hair. How, that's how much he was manhandling. His hat didn't even budge that, that whole time. That is true. These guys just, side note, those guys just look like idiots because they tried to take on a, a former NFL quarterback who's massive. Anyway, Russell Wilson was recently on the I Am Athlete podcast and said this about his future in the NFL. I got more fire than ever, honestly, especially over the past two years of what I've gone through. Whether it's in Denver or somewhere else, I, I hope it's in Denver. You know, I hope I get to finish there. I, I committed there. I wanted to be there. You know, I want to be there. For me, it's about winning. Over the next five years, I want to win too. I want to feel the chill of that trophy again. You know, I, I love the city and everything else, but you know, you also want to be a place that, that wants you too. So, the thing that I, I want to do is, is, is win, man. That's all. That's all I care about. Yeah. All right. There you go. There's a lot of music going on in that clip, but said he wants to win at least two more Super Bowls. And I'm glad he's in the AFC because then, you know, 49ers don't have to face him with that fire underneath of him. Tony, does <laughs> Russell Wilson. I know. I'm a jerk. Uh, does Russell Wilson win at least one more Super Bowl? Ah, uh, that'd be hard to convince me he can. There is that whole Patrick Mahomes situation you have to deal with mm-hmm. that uh, everybody's going to have to deal with, not just Russell Wilson. Uh, but first, he's got to get out of Denver. Because, I mean, if he wants to have any chance at all to win, I don't care if, you know, they change their mind. If I was him, the kind of disrespect he's seen from that organization and that head coach in particular, really, um, yeah, man, get it, run as far as you can away. And he's going to be cheap, by the way, because – Denver has to pay him a whole lot of money that's guaranteed. Yeah. And so he can sign a minimum deal for one of these teams that needs a quarterback desperately. 
Steelers. Um, <laughs> so, you know, I don't think he wins the title. It'd be, yeah, I just, I can't see it. Under his best case scenario, yeah, I can't see him winning a title. Chris, what do you think? Do you, how many more Super Bowls do you think? There's too many people out there that are dying to win their first for him to get his second. No, no wins for Russell Wilson, mm. and I don't really care what he says. I think he's lost it. I, I, I don't think he has much left, personally. All right. Don't know where that came from. Sorry, Russell. Come on, Russell. Let's Sorry, go, Russell. baby. <laughs> I don't know. I was just trashing, trashing Challenging you, now. Russell. <laughs> Challenging you, boy. Number three. The Cincinnati Bengals have made the uh, their first big decision of the offseason, and it was placing the franchise tag on wide receiver T. Higgins. The move positions the Bengals to retain Higgins for at least one more season. Should the two sides fail to come to a long-term agreement before July 15th, He's going to be restricted to a one-year deal with the club worth $21.8 million, which is what the uh, tag number is for wide receivers in 2024. Higgins had the worst year of his career number-wise and injury-wise, so many were wondering what the Bengals were, would do with this whole thing. Chris, do you think this was the right move for them? I, it's hard to answer it because I don't really study their salary cap situation, but on the surface... They did not have much room, but the new cap number allowed them to do some things. All right. um, yeah, I mean, the new cap is crazy. We talked about that last week, that it went up by like 13%, which is yeah, an amazing crazy. amount of money that the NFL is making. Yeah, I'm good with T. Higgins. I mean, Jamar Chase, it's always good to have somebody that good on the other side. So, I don't think the Bengals have a lot of needs. Just stay healthy, keep Burrow upright, and uh, they'll be in the hunt again. So I think Higgins is a is a good part of that team. Uh, Tony, do you think this was the right move for the Bengals? Yes, I think T. Higgins is is the really the unspoken like you know because a lot of times Jamar Chase is going to get doubled, and you have a clear no matter who. Honestly, T. Higgins is good enough to be a number one receiver in my opinion, but. The fact that Chase is going to receive double teams, leaving him one-on-one a lot of times, he's a big dude that can float. So I, I think this is a, the, a great move by, uh, by the Bengals. Number two. Golf has not had much good stuff come out about it lately, and most of the recent stuff outside of Liv is the unruly fan behavior seen out on the course. And according to a Palm Beach Post story, Charlie Woods, the 15-year-old son of Tiger Woods, played through multiple incidents of unruly fan behavior last Thursday during a Cognizant Classic pre-qualifier at Lost Lake Golf Club. That was a lot of words. Uh, Some of the incidents included these. Fans walked alongside Woods on the fairway, ignoring requests from tournament officials to stay on the cart path, prompted one fan to ask an official, who are you, the fire marshal? (laughs) (laughs) See, this is the kind of ridiculousness I'm talking about. Yes, it gets worse. A grandmother admitted to pulling her granddaughter out of school in the hopes of Woods noticing her. That is creepy and weird. And a fan asked Woods if he would sign How I Play Golf, a book that I actually own and still read. It was written by Tiger after he walked off the 12th green. When an official denied the fan, the fan yelled. And as Woods teed off on the 13th hole, the fan shouted, I live here, which doesn't make any sense. (laughs) These people are ridiculous. Yeah. Also, his high school golf coach says during high school matches, there there are paparazzi up in trees trying to take pictures of Charlie Woods. So, Tony, is this, like, obviously this is not fair attention for a 15-year-old, but is this fair attention for Charlie Woods? No, it's not fair attention from anybody. Listen, 
Uh, listen, I mean, I, I won't even uh, I won't even approach the second into the second one, right? The, the grandmother taking her granddaughter out of school, whatever. All right, that's that's happened before. The 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 He's first 15. one though. What are you trying the, to do? The, people? the the first one is the, the one that it really irritates the heck out of me. The the what, what was the statement? Give it to me again. Uh, who are you? The fire marshal. <laughs> so the official that works there. Not the fire marshal, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, do we need to escalate it in order to get the fire marshal out here? Like, come on, man. Like, obviously he's not a fire marshal, but obviously he's trying to keep you off of the path. It's just the the, the, the entitlement is mind-blowing. Mind That's blowing. what the, the, the common thing is, too. Like, go to the extreme. What are you, the police? <laughs> oh, okay, I got to be the police to get you to do the right thing here? Gosh, uh, what was the real question? I'm sorry. Is it too Is it much fair uh, attention for him because he's Tiger no, Woods' son? I mean, there should be the Pavarazzi stuff. Listen, when you reach, when your dad is of that stardom, it comes with the territory. Fair or unfair, you can you can make the determination on that. But you know, it, it's it's all ridiculous. To the the last one and the first one, like just be a good human being. Stop being. Weird. A jack, you know what? <laughs> uh, Chris, is this fair attention for Charlie Woods? No, and these stories really are getting old. I, I, yeah. I'm, but I don't know what we can do. As I've said before, ninety-nine percent of the people are all right. These one percent are maybe higher. Five percent are messing it up for the rest of us. And behavior like this from fans is what limits the access for yep. other fans. And I don't know how to stop it. I just wish it would. I wish it would curtail. I, I just, uh Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the- leave this poor. There's no way they're going to leave Charlie Woods alone because his last name is Woods. And that's just, you know, and he's playing golf. Yeah. He's got no choice there. But, but people do have a choice in how they behave. And, you know, head shaking to hear all this on the chat we have a question why don't those courses have event security they do have event security yeah that's who they just told hey what are you the fire marshal the fire marshal get out of but that's what they didn't have event security for his high school matches in the beginning and the coach had to start calling ahead to these different courses to let them know hey i have charlie woods on my team you're gonna want more security yeah and guess who has to fork the bill over the course does in that case or um, like the who's going to get more? Who's going to have to pay for more security? Mm, the school system is like it's just, just don't be a jerk. Yeah. You know, it's not that difficult. Yeah, yeah. Number one, uh, the Los Angeles Clippers have unveiled a new uniform and a new logo. So uh, just go to their Twitter page at, at LA Clippers, and you'll be able to see it. But basically, what it is is a big ship. It's a ship, a Clipper ship, I guess, and it's in a circle. And then the jerseys are going to be navy blue with red clippers across the chest, white with blue clippers across the chest, and then red with Los Angeles in blue across the Wait, chest. Wait, there's a boat involved? How did I miss that? Yeah, there's a boat involved. Um, I'm, I, I'm surprised you haven't picture. seen that. But there you go. They're getting a new logo and everything. Chris, what do you think of the logo? That's uh, all right. I, it's not great. The Clippers honestly have changed their look about a hundred times in their history. They really ought to settle on something and be done with it because I can never figure out when the Clippers are the Clippers. So, all right, it's, it, this isn't anything that moves the needle for me. 
Tony, what do you think of these new uniforms? Do you like them? Do you think this I, is I good? Do. I do. I'm happy they're getting out of our building in the first place, but <laughs> I definitely like the uniforms. They didn't go too far away from what Clippers have been. But they spiced it up a little bit. I like it. I like the unis. They're pretty sweet. I think the uniforms look nice. The The ship logo is a little strange. Where's the ship logo? I'm missing Go that. to at LA Clippers. It says new profile pic. There's mm. a circle that says Los Angeles on the top, Clippers on the bottom. There's a big C, and in the middle of the C is a, is the front of a ship. Looks oh, like I a do see ship. it. Yeah. Looks like a cruise I, ship coming right at you. All right. That's it for the Big Five. When we get back, reset of the day's biggest news stories on 97.3 The Fan.